Riviera Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. Nice to be back with you. Yes, how was it? How was the half-term holiday on Famille? It was very nice, actually. So I've been travelling a little bit. I spent some time with clients in Egypt and then in the Middle East, and I was able to enjoy the half-term with my children in Switzerland. The weather was beautiful, actually. The mountains were wonderful. We swam in the lake, although it was a little bit cold, but it was a really lovely time. We made the trek up to the Dole, which is a which is a, um, a, a nice little trek for the children up into the mountains. So we had a really lovely time, but uh, lots going on, of course, in markets. Yeah, we are back, back to the office, back to the work and the yeah. markets what's going on I think relief over the debt ceiling deal, speculation of an increase in Chinese stimulus, advancing AI stocks been helping to offset weakening Chinese activity and the prospect of higher peak rates, certainly in the US and also in the UK. USX has actually pushed high and volatility declined last week. S&P 500 rose 1.9%, its biggest weekly increase since the end of March. This quarter, the benchmark index up 4.2%. It's up nearly 20% from October's low. The volatility index VIX often referred to as the Wall Street's fear gauge dropped below 15 to its lowest level since February 2020. That's an average of 23 over the course of the past year. European stocks rallied on Friday up 1.5%, raising the weekly loss. Stock 600 is up 0.9% during the course of this quarter. Looking at a slightly mixed start on the European bourses this morning, got the Euro stocks down one point. FTSE 100 in London up seven points. DAX over in Frankfurt down 11 points. And what about the OPEC meeting over the weekend? Well, we know that weaker global growth backdrop and specifically the stumbling recovery in China has been pushing down oil prices. Back in April, you remember the 23-nation alliance that makes up OPEC agreed to cut production by 1.2 million barrels per day. That started in May. Crude prices were down 11% during the course of last month. The OPEC meeting over the course of the weekend, Saudi Arabia said it would make a further voluntary supply cut of 1 million barrels per day for the month of July, although that could be extended. The reduction will take Saudi production below 9 million barrels a day for the first time in a decade. Actually, the UAE was the big winner. Its target will increase by 200,000 barrels a day from January. I think the decision shows that OPEC is still tightly controlling supply, despite the fact its own data indicates 1.5 million barrels per day shortfall as we go through the second half of this year. Crude prices reacting to that, not dramatically, as we said, up around about 1% this morning. Brent trading close to $77 a barrel. Our investment bank forecasts that Brent will average $87 a barrel during the course of this year. They've got $89 a barrel penciled in for 2024. And the interest rates in the US are expected to rise. Yeah, there were hopes, of course, we'd come to the end of the hiking cycle in the United States, but resilient consumption, inflation and labour market data suggest higher peak rates there. Head of June's Fed meeting, the FOMC will be digesting the strong and expected real personal consumption expenditures, that's consumer spending, which rose half of 1% month for month in April, strong figure, and the lack of clear evidence the labour market is softening at the pace that was anticipated. On Friday, we had non-farm payrolls that increased a much higher than expected 339,000 in May. Job opening surged back above the 10 million mark in America at the end of April. Though the household survey did show that the unemployment rate ticked up 3.7%. Average hourly earnings growth slowed to 4.3%. Meanwhile, 
Headline inflation has been easing, but core PCE services inflation, excluding housing, jumped in April. And the expected tightening of financial conditions as a result of the disruption in the banking sector has been less pronounced than previously envisaged. What does that all mean in terms of the path of policy? Well, we now expect the FOMC to deliver two additional 25 basis point rate hikes, thereby pushing the target range up to five and a half to five and three quarter percent by the end of this year. Now, the timings of those hikes may actually be a little bit more debatable. Friday's strong employment report means the June meeting is live, but markets are only currently pricing a 30% chance of a hike. So the committee may decide to delay that increase to July and then the September meeting as well. And the foreign exchanges, please, Hank. Pound against dollar coming in at 125 this morning. Euro dollar 108 and a half. Going to get one euro 15 cents for your British pound this morning. And have you got your sun cream with you? Because I hear you're going to have a heat wave this week. 27 degrees. It's been blazing. It's been beautiful. It's been absolutely wonderful. Actually, it's a bit murky this morning, to be honest <laughs> with you. But uh, it's supposed to be nice at least until the end of the week. So finally, some good news. And I saw, uh, in, oh, I listened on the radio this morning, and they suggested the strawberry harvest in the UK is going to be the best ever. That wet, that, that mild weather that we had during the course of April and May, followed by this intense heat, means that British strawberries will be the best in the world. Oh, that'll be just in time for Wimbledon as well, won't it then? Perfect. Wimbledon, we've got the ashes, we've got the wonderful strawberries. What a summer we're setting ourselves up for. Well, have a good day and see you tomorrow at the same time. Have a good day. Hank Potts from Barclays. 